Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly geek news podcast that discusses news that interests us from the past week. This is for the week of July 23rd, 2017, otherwise known as Comic Con. <laughs> Pretty much at this point. Right. Because <laughs> there's nobody, nothing else going on. It's Comic Con, which actually is true because it actually took me a little while to find something for technology and, um, and gaming this week. <laughs> it was a little. Yeah, it did for me too. <laughs> it was a little rough, a little rough. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. So, um, first thing I wanted to touch off um, right off the bat is. Um, Actually, two things. Um, I know if you downloaded our episode for uh, the Cheap Seats uh, Game of Death, um, if you downloaded it directly from iTunes, I believe, or uh, some other ones, because I know Podfeeder did it. Uh, uh, Podfeeder did it too. Um, it actually had the wrong icon on there, so it had the away team um, icon on there. Um, I could have changed it, but I just didn't really give a fuck enough to actually just change it on that because other ones showed up the right one. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know which episode it is. Because <laughs> I expect you to be on that level with us. Right. Because that, that's, you know, I'm not going to placate to the to the people that don't know better, you know. Yeah, I'm, they're not our fucking problem. Right. I'm looking at the ones that, that know us that are like, oh, they put the wrong icon on there. Fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and second... I got the white light of death on my PlayStation 4. <laughs> otherwise, known, in other in more positive I, news, his Xbox is working <laughs> just fine. Otherwise known as womp womp. When I say uh, so, he hits Facebook to ask the homies if anybody's had the problem, if they know how to fix it, and, and I suggested try dropping in safe mode, 
And then he reminded me because I remember once I read that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you already told me that. Like, no, I'm not getting any image. And I go, oh, okay, well, try this. Turn your Xbox on. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then a hashtag hate. <laughs> yeah, because um, in my, I, you know, I bought these uh, these lifts from um, Amazon because I was, I, I, I have a problem when I have a lot of space that I could utilize for other shit. And if you're one of those people that likes to use um, uh, organizational devices to kind of, you know, oh, you have a bunch of empty space. Let's find something that you can use to fill that space up and, and make things a little easier. In my, living, I am one of those people. Yeah, in my living room, I have a bunch of space above my above my Xbox and my and my PlayStation. So I bought these lifts. So I was like, okay, cool. I could put my Xbox One on top and then put my Xbox 360 underneath. And I was going to do the same thing with my PlayStation. So I put set everything up. My place. Keep in mind, my PlayStation worked last week, and then. Um, I turn on my PlayStation 3, needed an update to the update, it worked fine. Turn on the PlayStation 4, getting no signal. And then I noticed the light turned white, and I was like, oh shit. And then I immediately, you know, I go to WebMD because that's what you do when things don't work right. That's and, right. And it says I have, uh, apparently my, my, my PlayStation has Sony AIDS. So, um, <laughs> Sony AIDS. <laughs> so it basically was like saying either it, it was an issue with the system or the HDMI port. And, they said to switch the ports out because it could either be the port on the PlayStation or the TV. I used the same one that I had just, I switched over to the one that I just used for my PlayStation uh, 3, nothing. So I couldn't put it in safe mode or anything like that. So I was like, fuck. So I started looking at, you know, like costs to replace that. And some were saying it's about 200 bucks to replace the HDMI yeah. um, port on there. And I was like, fuck that. I could buy a pre-owned PlayStation uh, 4 for 250 you know, and 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 I thought about it, and and I actually went to uh, when I was at uh, the mall yesterday. I went into GameStop, and they're selling it for three two thirty nine for you know PlayStation, and I was like, I could just get that, and and not have them replace it, and then hope it's the you know hope it fixes it, hope it's what's causing the problem, you know, right? So I think you know I may end up may end up doing that, but I was kind of bummed about that. So. Yeah, I thought. See, I have a PlayStation Four, but I never play it. Your daughter. I does. just. My daughter does, so I told her if that breaks, you're a shit out of luck. And she's like, "Why?" And I go, "Cause you're 17." Because so what does me being 17 have to do with it? And I'm like, "You can replace your own shit. <laughs> right. Go get a fucking job." And she goes, "With well, the Xbox breaks, you're gonna replace that?" And I'm like, "Oh, most definitely." Because <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I, I thought I thought because you know you'd be a homie, you'd be like, oh, you know what? I'll give you mine. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you don't want mine because mine's fucking up too. Oh, is it? Yeah, it freezes all the time, mm. and it, it's we've reset it like four times, and it's the last couple of updates. It's it's just every time it updates, there's a new issue, mm. and it's it's just fucking up. But I don't talk about it because I don't give a fuck because I don't play it. So. <laughs> You know, it is what it oh, is. Oh, but if the Xbox One did, you know you... <laughs> I barely play my Xbox One, to be completely... I barely play games in general. I don't have <laughs> any time. He barely plays with himself right now. <laughs> well, I still, you know, you gotta you gotta make time for yourself. <laughs> you gotta prioritize, right? No, but, uh, like, I, I've been on this, like, and I'll briefly talk about this. I've been trying to eat better, and not only that, but just get my life organized, you know, so I'm, I'm more... Shut up. Jealous is what it is. Um, so I schedule out my days more. 
and I'm actually doing productive things. Like I'm trying to do more family shit, you know, like cleaning around the house and helping my wife and stuff like that. So by the time I'm done, I'm fucking tired. Like I'm ready. <laughs> I go lay down. Like I'm like, shit, I'm getting so much. I feel productive, but mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so like you kind of um, did something, but you know, right. Like I know I did a bunch of shit, but I'm, I'm just going to go to bed now. Right. So, <laughs> so I wanted to, this was going to be um, this week's gaming story, but it really wasn't as enticing as it could have been. So I just wanted to kind of go back to this. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but the Atari's mystical uh, new console that they were kind of hinting towards. So this is a uh, pulled article right off of our website, thelazygeeks.com, that Steve was so gracious to write. Um, some of you may remember when we covered E3 this year, we mentioned that Atari was bringing something back. Many have speculated that it would be their version of a classic edition like Nintendo has been all about lately. In a newsletter that was released on Monday, it seems that Atari is ready to reveal their Atari box somewhat. According to the newsletter, it will sport four USB ports and and HDMI outputs suggest modern internal specs. Because they're not telling us anything. The one aspect that has people curious is when Atari states that it also means that while we will be delivering classic gaming content, we will also be delivering current gaming content. Now, I think it is it is safe to say that they are not trying to, to drop a new gaming console to take on Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo. They might be able to take on Nintendo. Um, <laughs> this this could mean that they, they will be dropping new games specifically made for that console, but I doubt we will be getting uh, Destiny on this thing. The front face design invokes nostalgia for the classic Atari 2600 console. However, the wood design on the front is either glass or finished wood. Um quote we know you are hungry for more details on specs games features pricing timing etc Atari box makers said in the newsletter there are there are a lot of milestones challenges and decision points in front of us in the months ahead basically fuck off we're not telling you anything right atari promised regular updates on the console development so this thing is still in development we don't know what it's going to fucking do i can almost guarantee that it will at least play the old games right it does look cool as fuck like it, it looks, looks sexy. It, it looks sexy. Yeah, you can see the images in the gallery on the on the website. It's definitely a modern a modern redesign of the old one. Now, if they make new games for it, I I don't think it will be anything. I honestly this thing will pro- I I I, I, I see like an OA kind of device here. Yeah. Something that runs Android, you know, or something like that, but more with an Atari theme on it. Um so we'll see. You know, if it's cheap enough, I might grab. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I know. I saw that, and I was just like, uh, I was like, going, okay, so we know you're not going to be running any. You know, we're not going to see Call of Duty on this bitch, right? Um, you know, so I, that's what I'm. I, I was taking it because everybody's like, oh, current console. So of course, everybody takes it to the next extreme, and I'm like, no, we're not. Calm the fuck down, people. <laughs> you know, this is this is we're not getting there. Um, we'll be lucky if this shit actually works. <laughs> You know, and that's the cold truth. Because <laughs> it is Atari, you know. Maybe, maybe they'll be bringing an HD version of ET, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even change the game. It's yeah, just I know. An it's, HD still, it's just an HD version of the shit graphics. <laughs> the same. That game. would be funny. <laughs> uh, so, as as many of you know, this weekend was Comic Con. Um, 
not so much in the way of news it's just more of the same stuff you know um marvel released uh uh i'm assuming the same uh, uh tease or sneak peek that they did at d23 because according to on site uh the Infin- infinity war black panther um brought crowds to their feet over there when they saw those images and and everybody that's been interviewed said that they're just like they're when they saw infinity war like their head their their brains exploded right um and then of course we have the justice league trailer dropped uh, the new the story trailer basically uh, i have the link on the website um actually in the show notes and on the website um and uh we really kind of see more of the st- we actually get more of the story is um and it's basically world without superman how's the world coping without superman um and apparently the dark knight as well because everybody's like where's the uh the gotham vigilante who's been laying low for the last for a while so um you know it, it's getting the band back together you know for this and then also we get steppenwolf who got him it looks pretty imposing looks, yeah he does he looks huge and his entrance into Themyscira was actually pretty fucking badass. Yeah. You had all, you had, um, you had Wonder Woman's mother and the army around him. And then Steppenwolf just drops in superhero landing, by the way. Um, and, uh, it looks, it looked pretty badass. I was kind of like, Oh dude, that, that actually looks slick. Um, one of the big lines in there that I saw was, um, no lanterns, no Kryptonians, you know, no protectors. And I was like, "Oh, no lanterns!" Was, and then Adam brought up earlier, "Yeah, why aren't there any lanterns?" Right, because and and I brought this point up. Yeah, sure, okay, fine. Hal Jordan is not a lantern yet. I get it, but there still is a lantern from that sector. Right. So what the fuck? We're thinking he's Union, so he works like six yeah. hours a day, and with all the breaks and lunches total, it's five and a half hours. So he's got a good lacy, half hour. Lacy, <laughs> lacy, 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 lacy motherfucker. The <laughs> shocker. There'll be another Earth. That's okay, you like. <laughs> but um, trailer looks pretty badass. A um, little more of the Flash. I, I'm kind of digging Ezra Miller as as uh, Barry Allen in this one. Yeah, um, I agree. We got to see uh, <laughs> where they're like, you guys are all like warriors and stuff, and you're prepared to fight, and I just push people and run away. <laughs> 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 and then the very then the end of the uh, the end of the trailer where you know he's top you know how many of them are you and like not enough and then gordon of course turns away comes back everybody's got except the flash <laughs> and then he's all startled and looks around i thought it was hilarious like oh wow they they all just took off that was kind of rude right <laughs> and then he takes <laughs> off um and then of course you get that last one where alfred it was funny because like you know you see the water vibrating and then alfred looks up and goes they said you'd come hope you're not too late Obviously, I'm thinking Superman. That's what I'm thinking too. Because who else could it be? You know. And he he says hope, and he stresses it in his sentence. Yeah. So and uh, it, we all know that's what the little little S stands for, right? Hope, <laughs> hope. And uh, it was funny too because uh, literally, like maybe an hour after that, somebody already made a a, a, a meme, and it was, you know, I hope. Uh, you see the water vibrate and then Alfred look up and go, I hope you're not too late. And then the next shot is the T-Rex from Jurassic Park with a cape right. and an S on his chest. I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's the movie I want to see. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, if you haven't uh, 
Oh, by the way, if you guys are into Stranger Things, which I am, I loved the first season of that show. New trailer came out for that one. Fucking creepy as hell. Um, and they play fucking Dragon's Lair. And, uh, oh, do they? Yeah, they're playing it. Again. I was like, oh, shit, I haven't seen that game in forever. Um, and so really awesome. Uh, guys, check that out. And uh, But, of course, we got the teaser trailer for Ready Player One. I'm so hyped for this fucking movie. I fell in love with this book um when it came out i read the shit out i remember telling steve like every time i oh my god this fucking book like i was just freaking out about it and the movie looks amazing the fucking trailer was dope goddamn it's, uh it's sens- it's it's sensory overload because there's so much 80s yeah. reference in there the freddy krueger um the delorean freddy krueger delorean duke Nukem, right. um harley quinn and deadshot or not deadshot uh, deathstroke were in there um the, there was actually there was a hold on ready player one <laughs> easter eggs there was like a list i was i was watching uh yeah i was on cbr i wasn't watching it i was reading it so obviously pure imagination is playing from um um willy wonka and the chocolate factory which is very fitting right harley, harley quinn and destro uh the Iron Giant is there. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the Iron Giant. Yeah, right. I saw that. I, was um, like, I saw that. I was like, "Is that the Iron Giant?" I was like, "Oh shit." Um, and then uh, Lady Deadpool. Those understandably paying attention to the mask of the Iron Giant. Yeah, they're saying the person that's standing next to Iron Giant is Lady Deadpool, but who knows? Freddy Krueger's in there like twice. Yeah. Um. Today's Tom Sawyer was played. The light cycle from Tron. Oh yeah. Eight uh, bit battlefield. So there's there's a fight where like centipede and joust characters are fighting each other. <laughs> the DeLorean, obviously. So that was pretty much it. But it all happened so fast, right? That you're just like, what the fuck? Like, you just so much going on. You're like, there's probably some other that people don't even see. You're like, I'm jerking off and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> you're screaming what you're doing. Ah! <laughs> That whole scene, that whole scene of the um, the derby, where everybody's you know virtually getting into their cars and some of that was actually pretty cool. The way they juxtaposition, yeah, the the, the, the virtual reality for the um, the real world. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, the book's amazing. If you haven't read the book and you enjoy reading books, pick up Ready Player One. You will not be disappointed, especially if you like that '80s nostalgia. You grew up around that time. It, there's so much there like there, it's heavy there's also heavy dungeons and dragons references in in the uh in the book uh which makes sense too right. but there's so much going on in that fucking book that like, you won't want to put it down like i kind of i gave my copy to um my uncle and i'm thinking about picking up another copy read it again before the movie comes out because it's just that good that's why i have a but, digital copy yeah i have a problem with digital books we we've had this conversation before but (laughs) when it comes to fictional books i like to have the book right but like non-fictional or non-fiction non-fictional you want to non-fiction you want to pull a a data and uh and just flip it yeah through that's the in comic books that would be where the little asterisk comes in and says see the the away team hotel royale the royale that's right (laughs) see it and believe it <laughs> uh, so tell everybody your new obsession right now so i have this is going to sound really sad because i know everyone's <laughs> watching this already but not i me. had not seen right so steve's out of the loop too 
I can't believe you're not watching Game of Thrones, Steve. Jesus. <laughs> right? Right. Um, so for a long time, I didn't watch Game of Thrones because I read the first book, but I hadn't read any of the other ones. So I was like, well, I want to read the books first because I usually do that anyway. And then I'm like, okay, well, the first season is the first book. So I've technically read that. So I'm like, well, uh, this weekend I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So I pulled the trigger on HBO Go. Because you have nothing else to do. <laughs> right. I, yeah, that's right. I'm just sitting around all day. No, I pulled the trigger on HBO Go um, and we'll add it to Hulu, and which we will talk about later as well. Um, and I was like, okay, let's watch an episode. So I've seen the first season this weekend. I tore through that shit. This show is fan-fucking-tastic. It's one of those things where, like, it's so widely accepted that you almost hesitate for a second, like... Why does everyone love this thing so much? Like, am I just following the herd at this point? You know, but no, no. No, no. It's the shit. There's a lot of whores in this show. I'll tell you that much right now. There's naked women everywhere. It's just your Which life. Is a, it's just your life on Well, you know, that's what I'm not that's when I'm not looking at the uh <laughs> screen. No, but it's a great show. Visually stunning. Um and I mean I'm I'm probably talking to people like, Oh yeah, we already know assholes seventh season. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely worth the watch. And each and I was actually happily surprised that each season is only ten episodes, so it's not like it's going to take me forever to to catch up. And that's why I'm actually starting to dig more like cable shows versus like regular network shows. Because yeah, you're dealing with half the season, so you can tear through it. The downside is because they're shorter, you can tear through them faster, and then you're kind of like, oh. No, it's gone. It. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's that but, sad Hulk music, you know? But if you've been, if you've been, you know, on the fence with Game of Thrones, because a lot of, there are quite a bit of people that haven't seen it because it's on a paid network. You have to buy HBO right. to get it. But um, HBO got that free 30 day trial right now. So. Is that what you're on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, so definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's always kind of one of those things where you're just kind of like, uh, you know, when you finish a series, it's like when I finally went through uh, and uh, finished. Uh, uh, everybody was talking about uh, Stranger Things. And I finally watched that show. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, I was done with it. And then I'm like, that that's it. <laughs> It's just you want more of it. Yeah, you know? and you're just like, that, that, that's it. And you have to set the remote down. And <laughs> I remember when... It's like the last episode of Firefly all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, where, I used, where Adam and I used to work, uh, me and the other supervisors would um, key up. We used to have unrestricted internet. So every time uh, we would do our one-on-one trainings and then the 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 rep would walk away we would play the set the walk away old music yeah <laughs> uh all right so on that note i guess we jump into our one awesome thing so my one awesome thing this week fucking thor ragnarok the new trailer that that uh, trailer Marvel was released. dope that shit is it look one of the things and i have the link to the to the website the, the videos there it's it seems that marvel is kind of embraced the the culture that came out from guardians of the galaxy you see it a lot in spider-man 
and you you're seeing in kind of Ragnarok they're a little more you know kind of having fun with it using modern music and and, and not being afraid to shy away from the comedy right you know and um, and then just seeing actually Banner with Thor and then just seeing Hulk and Thor together it's kind of like I kind of wanted this like you know you're like you didn't know you wanted it until you but you wanted yeah you did and you know and and because the 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 dynamic between the two of them we only really saw in the first Hulk movie I mean in the first uh, Avengers movie you know that little kind of compet like they both didn't like each other and then you know in in the second film we didn't really have that it was just kind of all Ultron and then looking after, you know, them working as a team. But now we kind of see it see again kind of creeping through where, you know, Banner goes and asks Thor. He's like, yeah, we fought yesterday. He's like, really? He goes, did I win? No. He's like, that doesn't sound right. He's like, well, that's how it, that's how it was. <laughs> that's <laughs> how it went. <laughs> you know. So, you know, it, it really looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And, and I'm I'm super psyched for that. I can't wait. To, and I'm kind of curious as how because what we're seeing with the trailer and that's one thing that marvel is always good with and i think people always say well they show everything in the trailer marvel movies really don't and they really show you everything in like the first 10 20 minutes of the movie yeah and then the rest of the movie you're kind of surprised with so they don't really they're really really good at not giving away well they have they have a they have a formula down yeah that just works you know what i mean with their trailers with everything the whole bit is planned out oh yeah you know so it's definitely I know when I go see, because I think what what DC trailer was it that showed us way too much? I think it was um, Man of Steel. I think either Man of Steel or I remember Suicide Squad seemed to show a lot. Well, that was because they were just releasing too much about it. Yeah. The uh, and I think at, now we're starting to see like with the Justice League trailer, it's a little it's a little more calculated. They're pulling back know? a little bit. Yeah. Exactly, because you don't want to show me too many. Then I don't have I don't have any shock and awe when I go to the movie, you know, and that sucks. You well, know, that was so... kind of the thing with um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Showed, yeah, they showed way too much. They, of Deadpool they showed too. way too much of that. Um, but it, it, it was yeah with the Marvel movies. Like everybody's like, oh, they showed so much of Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, or they showed too much of Spider Man. But then when you go and see the movie, you're like, oh, they really kind of didn't because <laughs> there was still right. a lot of stuff that that kind of popped in. And and um, so yeah, I, I'm I really I'm really excited for. Thor because it just looks like it's going to be fun and, and, and you're going to have a good time which is good because it's really going to pull Chris Helmsworth because Chris Helmsworth is a funny guy like he does, yeah he really is he can do comedy like it's nobody's business um, those little skits he was doing oh yeah with uh, on, on Thor yeah and the, yeah um, Thor and uh, Daryl those are just those are like fucking hilarious everybody's like you know we need to have I hope Daryl's in the movie like everybody wants to see Daryl in the movie <laughs> I don't want to talk about mine. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I hope they come with sheets. So, That's what I want. I want to. I want. Oh yeah. I want to see those sheets. So, Disney is making Steve's dreams come true. My wet dreams come true. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and and this, I don't get out is, much. <laughs> this is an article. This is my one awesome thing. This is an article from Engadget. Uh, you know what's funny is I didn't even realize we were in one awesome thing because we had so many trailers in the round table. <laughs> That's why I didn't immediately. I'm like, wait, where are we? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so this is an article from Engadget. Starts off with, no, you're not dreaming. Walt Disney World plans to open an ambitious, immersive Star Wars hotel. 
that sounds like something out of Westworld. Every guest will experience a completely unique story throughout their stay, which will touch every single minute of their day, according to Disney's resort chairman, Bob Chapek. You'll dress up in Star Wars clothing and explore a starship, the hotel itself, filled with familiar-looking aliens, and just to com- complete the experience, every window will look out onto space. Basically, it sounds like Disney is extending the interactivity you typically find in its theme park experiences with one of its resort hotels. It's a part of Disney World's upcoming Galaxy's Edge area, which is dedicated to Star Wars experiences. As Gizmodo described, uh, those theme parks will also be very interactive. You could, for example, run into Chewbacca, who recruits you for a mission that leads you to the Millennium Falcon ride. And depending on your team's performance across your different jobs, you could get extra credits, a reprimand, or even have bounty hunters chasing you across the park. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you serious? Both Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida will be getting the Galaxy's Edge land in 2019. But at this point, it sounds like the immersive hotel is only headed to Orlando. Uh, we'll be following the hotel's progress closely, so Engadget will tell me more when they know more. Um... I was just keep an eye on those suspicious droids. Mm. If this comes to to LA, oh fuck, dude! I guarantee Steve and I plan in a fucking <laughs> weekend stay. I don't care if we're sharing a room. Oh fuck! I don't it. care if we're sharing a bed. We're fucking getting it done because this this sounds dope. They got some concept out up here, but you know that's mostly bullshit. But the uh, just the windows looking out into space and that that's a full bit. Man. I want like, I it, want the Star Wars sheets. I want that. Yes. You gotta have the Star Wars sheets. And you know I'll be stealing shit from that fucking hotel room, too. Let me so, get this robe real quick. Yeah, and suddenly Adam's bag is like three times bigger than it was when it came in. <laughs> right. Like, I, don't sir, know what you're ta- you... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm out. <laughs> it's like, sir, I see that you have five bags. You only came in with a backpack. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about what I'm doing. Hey, <laughs> I spend money when I come up in this bitch. <laughs> um, in fact, those bags seem to be from our display window. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Steve, let's roll. <laughs> Get the car! Get the car! <laughs> we didn't drive. Fuck! Get the bus! Get the bus! <laughs> oh shit! But this sound. This sounds too dope. That's though. that's gonna be cool. This kind of reminds me when they had the Star Trek hotel too. Oh yeah, at the with, Hilton. But they closed. They closed that down. Unfortunately, I always wanted to go, but yeah, they closed it down before I could go. That was in Vegas, I think. Yeah, that was a Hilton in Vegas. Yeah, but um, yeah, this is cool. It's just cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be. That, I mean, this whole thing and the the, the park, the part that they're adding to the Disneyland and stuff like that is gonna be so. Dope. I'm so gonna be there, but I'm definitely not going when it opens because that shit. Oh it, hell no! That thing is gonna be fucking insane. Uh, well, I told I told my wife that she wants she really wants to go to Disneyland with all the kids, and I said, uh, I said, tell you what. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking. But I told her, I said, tell you what, we'll go when the Star Wars shit's done. Yeah. Then I'll go. Right. Then, then, be, and she's like, "Why do we have to wait till that? Why are you being selfish?" I said, "You know what? I have to be selfish because I have to spend so much fucking money <laughs> to bring this. I need I to get something out to, of this. <laughs> there has to be something there for me. <laughs> I mean, Cinderella, uh, Snow White, and Jasmine are going to be giving me blowjobs. We, ain't, right. we, you know, we ain't, we ain't about this life. Unless, unless Elsa trying to uh, <laughs> bring them cool breath my way. You know what I'm talking about." <laughs> 
<laughs> some, some dumb shit. Because <laughs> I, I, as soon as we walk in the park, the kids would be like, oh, I want to go on this ride. I'm like, okay, that's great. I'll see you tomorrow because I'm going to be in the Star Wars section. <laughs> right, exactly. Deuces. And then all of a sudden, my wife doesn't even know Steve inside waving. <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. It's like, oh, shit. Really like, oh, he's here. Shit. Like, Wait, Steve's here? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a weird coincidence. Bye, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so well. And then I go, dude, didn't know you were here. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Take off yeah. running. You see, funny like, seeing you here. All of a sudden, Lorena's like, you're gone. And like, we're both running. We're like, later. <laughs> that's exactly how it would happen, too. And she'd be standing like, these motherfuckers. True story. Yeah. Uh, all right. Our main topic this week will be about cord cutting. But before that, let's talk about the headlines. <laughs> so in case you missed it on Friday, but a day before Warner Brothers panel at San Diego Comic-Con, The Hollywood Reporter put out a story that Ben Affleck is going to be graciously put out to pasture as the new Cape Crusader. If you believe the websites that re-reported the story, it's almost a done deal. However, if you actually read the source story, which we do here, uh, you will see that it seems that The Hollywood Reporter is getting into the clickbait business. Their story cited the infamous, a source with knowledge of the situation, which right. is sad given that you expect that from sites like Collider, Heroic Hollywood, and the like, but not from them. To pad their story, they use incidences like Affleck stepping down as director, new director Matt Reeves opting to do his own story, and that Affleck is currently 45. Warner's film studio chief, Toby Emmerich, told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, Ben is our Batman. We love him as Batman. We want to keep him in the cowl as long as we can, end quote. And during the panel Saturday, Affleck addressed the rumors and stated, let me be very clear, Affleck said Saturday during the Warner Brothers Comic Con panel, quote, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Batman is the coolest part in this universe, and I'm so thrilled to do it. It's fucking amazing. We want to, uh, we want you to be Batman, they told me, and I believe them. Uh, he brought up Matt Reeves' movie in development and claimed, I would be an ape on the ground for Matt Reeves. Uh, later in the presentation, he reiterated that he loves being in Hall H and being able to say, I'm Batman. <laughs> As stories go, the whole the Batman film process has been riddled, see what I did there, uh, with rumors from the slightest tweet to what the coffee guy on the lot heard. It is sad to say that The Hollywood Reporter is just getting in on some of the superhero rumor patrol to increase ad revenue. It would seem odd that Affleck would take the role for three feature-length films and a cameo. With their Comic-Con slated for the next day, eh, they probably just needed something to produce interest on their site. Yeah, the, I, I when I first read this, I was like, okay, what's the source? And it was all bullshit. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, like, I don't even trust. I haven't trusted the Hollywood Reporter in a long time because I looked at that and I expected like, okay, they they must have somebody of note. And then when I hear that, I'm like, oh fuck this noise. I'm tired right. of hearing that shit. Yeah, like I, I don't just I, I I'm like you know because like it's 45. So who who fucking cares? Robert Downey Jr. is what 52, 51. And, you know, he's been doing Iron Man for, like, eight fucking years. Yeah. They do realize that he, he doesn't actually have to do all the stunts, yeah, right? He doesn't, he's not he, actually Batman. Yeah, he's not actually... He's not leaping from rooftop to rooftop, you know? Right. It's like... <laughs> Although Robert Downey that, Jr. is really Tony Stark, but that's that's a different story. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. You're telling me that um, Warner Brothers secures an actor of that level 
to play one of their main characters and they're gonna go, okay get rid of them yeah like, come on like, like okay let's use a dose of common sense <laughs> right just a dose and warner you know? and warner brothers and affleck are you know like a two piece in a pod they love you know they love he loves working for them because they allow him the creative freedom to do the movies that he wants like you know the like argo and in and um uh, live by night and stuff like that those his his projects that he wants to do and warner brothers and warner, warner brothers, brothers is known likes for that. and warner brothers like him, yeah you know and and to be honest i i think he's great as bruce wayne i, I th- warner brothers actually if you really think about it they keep it kind of old school on how they treat their actors yeah like they'll be like listen you you be a warner brothers actor like they they want the actor to be in their camp and they're like you do a couple of our big movies and then we'll fund some of those side projects you want to do. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's the way to do it. Yeah. You keep your actor happy and you get him to do some other shit, too. Yeah. You know, so it's whatever. Fuck the Hollywood report. Hmm. You want your news, you come to the Lazy Geeks, motherfucker. We'll let you know. Yeah. And we'll report it from the Hollywood report. <laughs> right. And then blame them when it's wrong. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> America. <laughs> so keep it on the Warner Brothers uh, train, but we'll give them a little a little shine here. Uh, Warner Brothers Pictures announced two release dates for a pair of unspecified DC Extended Universe movies. Uh, One DCEU film is slated for release on February 14th, 2020, while another DCEU film will open June 5th, 2020. So these obviously are not... um, These are movies that are in addition to that big list we got in the past. So right. that's what they're talking about. Someone's suggesting Shazam as one of them. Someone's suggesting Shazam. <laughs> and then uh, Wonder Woman 2 has been getting thrown around. And I think Wonder Woman 2 is a solid guess. Yeah. And Wonder um, Woman 2 has already has been has been officially announced uh, as of this weekend. Right. So it, it's a le- I mean, it's a foregone conclusion that there was going to be a sequel to Wonder Woman. But now it's just you know, they're like, yeah, we're going on that money train. <laughs> now, um the warner the warner's also hopes hope the warner's hopes to announce at their panel that wonder woman director patty jenkins will return to helm the sequel but i don't think that actually happened no they didn't announce her they just announced the sequel cuz i right. cuz they were everybody was saying that she was and then she was like no i'm not quite there but you know she had ideas for the sequel so i guess it's just you know getting that wonder woman money right so there's, I mean, they're talking about those two movies. They're talking about Nightwing movie, Suicide Squad two. Well, now that Shazam, hearing, as you said, one was it uh, Harley Quinn versus Joker, which I'm not a big keen on. Yeah, and then they have uh, oh, and and Batgirl as well when they yeah. just uh, with Joss Whedon tap for that. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm looking for that because Joss Whedon on. Yeah. Like, he can make a chick interesting. Yeah. Like I'm not saying women aren't interesting to me. <laughs> Make sure, but let's back most that up time, a little bit. <laughs> most time in Hollywood, I mean, let's forget about one woman for a second and a, cu- a couple other, like a handful of movies. Most women are there to just be saved, right? In the movies, you know, and and it's a, it's a shame. Like we could we can get some fucking some heroic chicks in there, so my daughters aren't just staring at dudes all day. Going, I guess these are my heroes. It was funny you when know. you said that. I kept thinking about like uh, what we used to do. Remember when we would say something and go, "I like to apologize to all the people." Right. That- <laughs> It's like, listen, women in these movies are useless. I'd like to apologize for everyone. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to the feminists that are upset with what I said. 
Um, so yeah, the previously reported Flash and Cyborg movies, as well as Green Lantern Corps and another Superman movie, are also possibilities. Um, mm. Well, Flash. I mean, Flash is Flash was on the schedule, but with everything but that they, was happening, they were later flicks. Flash or Cyborg could be pushed up depending on how they track in Justice League. Yeah. And believe me, there are people watching. Yeah. So if Justice League comes out and, and they have all the focus groups and then people talking and stuff, they're like, oh my God, Flash with the shit. Or oh my God, I love Cyborg. They'll push that movie up well, one thing um, that's to, to try to get on the hype. Right. One thing that struck me as weird was the announcement of Flashpoint as Flash as the Flash movie. I, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like yeah that was kind of weird because i'm like so what are we s- maybe this maybe that's their out though because they had a couple missteps maybe they're like well we could just restart this whole fucking thing well, that was the thing like i i you know i you and i mentioned that when they when remember when we did the i can't remember which one it was but if if this turns out to be this is like huge for us because we kind of we kind of said that if they ever wanted to restart this universe they could use just flashpoint Oh yeah, and most definitely. And you know, they mentioned like Flash, you know, Flashpoint, and I'm like, you can't use that word in the title and not bring in part of Flashpoint, you know, because because if you have that and it has nothing to do with Flashpoint, one, you're gonna have a lot of pissed off people. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I mean, yeah, even the Flash, TV and you just clickbaited a movie, right? <laughs> Like, oh, I got to go see because it's Flashpoint. You get there and like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Clickbait a movie. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. You know, it's, I mean, how many times have we gone to a movie with the with expecting to see something because of the trailer? And then you get there and you're like, this is nothing like the trailer. Well, I'm I'm fully expecting a Calendar Man solo flick. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, when is that? Um, when's the Batman flick supposed to come out? And they don't have an actual date. On they don't it. have a date. No. Okay. So maybe, maybe that's one of the. That could be one of the release dates. Twenty twenty. Yeah. A couple years. I did like. notice. I did notice uh, today because I was looking at movies I want to see this year. Um, Justice League comes out in the beginning of November mm-hmm. or the middle. Right. Yeah. And November eighteenth. And then Thor comes out at the end of October. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're cutting it a little close, aren't yeah. we? And um, But then a couple of weeks after that, you got episode nine or episode eight that comes out. So, you know, that's true. There, there's a lot coming out. In that. And that's pretty much the same fan base for all yeah. three movies. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's I mean, people are going to be real fucking busy. Yeah, because I don't believe a lot of people say, oh, like uh, what movie was it? that came out around the same time as Justice League and it fucking tanked. Oh, fuck. It came out of Justice League? It came out, like, the same day Justice League came out. Justice League hasn't come out yet. Not Justice League, I'm sorry. Um, Wonder Woman. Oh, oh. I think it was a kid's movie, I want to say. No. Here, I hold on. Remember. Because this is a... Let me see. Well, everybody got Wonder Woman wrong. Like everybody got it wrong. Yeah. Well, there was some movie. I can't remember what movie it was. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, so it came out the same weekend. 
and it tanked and everyone's no, like oh it's no, no 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 it came out a week after it came out the, oh, yeah, the next true, weekend true. and it tanked it lost to wonder woman but they still they were blaming they were like oh well it's because wonder woman had so much hype like i don't i don't fully believe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i i i think i think that if your movie is solid people will go see it because yeah, people asked people exactly that, that that series died two movies ago yeah yeah and i'll see it when it comes out on blu-ray because they're fun to watch. i like <laughs> my wife's so funny she goes why do you why do you always want to see these pirates movies they're the same thing i'm like i like ships <laughs> i like pirate ships that's really the only reason <laughs> sound, i see them now like a kid i like pirate ships i do <laughs> i used to sit I, was, I used to sit on the damn dock to watch all the ships when i was I mean, a kid i, I like i mean i watch them too like i i watch i they're watch them fine, on cable. i watch them on cable because it's yeah. like you know oh it's on i'll watch it and then just be kind of like man i'm glad i didn't spend money on that <laughs> you know right all right so Moving on into gaming news, uh, unlike what happened last year, Nintendo is scattering the pre-orders for their Super NES Classic console. On Friday, Walmart went live with their pre-orders via their website. GameSpot reported that the consoles were available and shortly reported back that the pre-orders had sold out. Europe has already had their pre-order time and sold out quickly, but for some reason they are slowly allowing some US sites to take orders. Best Buy and Amazon have their pages up, but as of this reporting, they are not available to take pre-orders. I assume it's their way to make it look like they're trying to be more careful on letting people that want them get them. But don't worry, before you have faith in the company, they'll steer you down the uh, the same path, just a different way. <laughs> Hope I didn't sound too negative on that. Honestly, know? dude, I'm I'm over. I'm over the uh, the classic one. I, I'm just over it. it what, what they did with the um, with the NES. I, first of all, there's only 30, 30 tracks on it, 30 games. And then it's like, oh, we're not making it anymore. Yeah. I just don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I can play all those games elsewhere. So it's it's right. whatever. And the thing that bothers me is just the fact that the, the forced, that forced um, uh, sellout. You know, they could have easily dumped it on there. And it would have sold out anyway. I mean, they could have made, you know, half a million and they would have all sold out. Just everyone would have had one you know right and, and just them going oh we're releasing a couple here and a couple there like they do with the switch fucking just irritates me yeah that nintendo's little strategy they say it isn't on purpose it but so fucking is you know what Go i mean back a couple little... of episodes adam and i talked in in, in heavy, in heavy right. discussion about that it's it's a 90s fucking gaming strategy and i'm tired of it yeah. I, I just don't care anymore because we have you know? so much shit on demand everything you know microsoft sony we have fucking handheld devices we have our android foot everything's available now why should we yeah. fucking have to wait for a nintendo device that not everybody's gonna swoop up because oh we don't have we didn't make enough we didn't anticipate demand fuck you well especially in the in the market now there is so much to do entertainment wise that people is like oh it's sold out oh they'll forget about it yeah yeah. Like oh, okay. I mean, no one's getting that hyped about games they played when they were a kid. You know, it's it, some people are, but not most people. Like, I've beaten all the games already. Right. You know, so what are we doing? But whatever. So speaking of games that <laughs> that just keep dragging on and on, former Half Life Two writer Mark Laidlaw, uh, Laidlaw. That's has discussed plans he had for the continuation of the story throughout the series. PC Gamer reports that the former Valve Valve the former <laughs> Valve staffer 
claims that there were no plans to end any storylines in Half-Life 3 as to allow for the potential production of more Half-Life titles. During the inter- an interview with Arcade Attack, Laidlaw was asked about whether or not fans would see the release of the long-awaited Half-Life 3, and the series writer stated that he had no idea, and that it still wouldn't see it still wouldn't see his return to the company. Laidlaw explains that he has he oh Jesus Christ <laughs> fucking up today. Now I saw a picture of that blonde that does IGN's uh oh, right. video things. It got me feeling <laughs> some kind of way. Um, Laidlaw explains that he also had ideas for episode three and that they were all supposed to take the series to a point where I could step away from it and leave it to the next generation. I had hoped for a reset between Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 3 that was as dramatic as a shift between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. I honestly don't know if anyone else shared this goal, but it seemed important to me to give ultimate freedom to whoever inherited the series with my own personal set of loose ends tied up to my satisfaction. He goes on to explain that there was never any intent, intended rest for game protagonist Gordon Freeman. Quote, there... There was some rumor going around that Episode 3 or Half-Life 3 would end Gordon Freeman's story, and I don't think that was accurate. My intention was the episode three that Episode 3 would simply tie up the plot threads that were particular in Half-Life 2. But it would still end like Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, with Gordon in indeterm- indeterminate space, on hold, waiting for the next game to begin. So one cliffhanger after another. Uh... Laidlaw left Valve over a year ago, or over a year and a half ago, which began the trend in writers exiting the company with three other following suits since his departure. Um, despite this, Gabe Newell insists Valve is still working on single-player games, though it's unlikely that these games include Half-Life 3. So basically, just forget about Half-Life 3. <laughs> because ga- the gaming community has been pining for Half-Life 3 for so long... And it's just no point. Yeah, they, they're not. They, they're not working on it. And if they are, I'll be fucking super surprised. Oh God, yeah. They, there's no way they're working on that. But seriously, the the bigger story here is this blonde that does their news thing <laughs> is so fine. <laughs> Who did it used to be? It used to be another chick that was cute. Can't can't remember her name either. Whatever. IGN knows what they're doing. Well, they got my attention. <laughs> All right. On that, I think it's time we jump into another hot blonde. Uh, in comic news, it's getting kind of hard to believe that it's been 25 years since Harley Quinn was introduced to Batman fans and became a cultural icon. Many people don't remember that she was never created in the comics, but on Batman, the animated series, in the episode, Joker's Favor. DC Comics is going to take full advantage of the anniversary with a Harley Quinn 25th special anniversary special. Creators contributing to the one-shot include longtime creative team of the current Harley Quinn ongoing series, writers Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palamati, and artist Chad Harden, plus Harley Quinn co-creator Paul Dini, the writer of Joker's Favor, who has recently been co-writing backup stories in the Harley Quinn ongoing, and a story from Chip Zdarsky and Joe Quijones, who collaborated on Marvel's tonally similar Howard the Duck, and this marks Zarsky's first work for DC Comics. Jim Lee will illustrate a variant cover that will feature Harley in her Suicide Squad film attire, as will Harley Quinn's co-creator, Tim Bruce. Quote, Jim and Amanda have come up with a great version of Harley that keeps her relevant for today's relationship. 
Dini told CBR. It keeps her fun, it keeps her funny, and it's always true to character, and it's always new. I really enjoy being surprised with everyone else's issue to see what they're coming up with. You can check out the Jim, Jim Lee variant on our website, thelazygeeks.com. 25 years. Yeah. Jesus. I feel old. I know, right? And when you start hearing... Like, she came oh. out when I was a kid. Yeah, you're like, oh, Harley Quinn turned 25? Fuck you. That's what I have to say. <laughs> she looking good for her age? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> only 25. Yeah, I know, right? Margot Robbie. There you go. <laughs> Baby girl. <laughs> so mine is a a quick one, you know, because it is what it is. Um, Dark Horse and Blizzard Entertainment have announced the third installment of the World of Warcraft Chronicles book series due to go on sale March 27, 2018. World of Warcraft Chronicles Volume 3 features artwork from Peter Lee, uh, Roman Kenny, Stanton Fang, and Joseph Lacroix. The close, the close. He's French. What he said. Um, while <laughs> while writing duties have been tackled by Chris Metzen, he said duties. Matt Burns and Robert Brooks. The third volume of World of Warcraft Chronicles will feature will focus on the events quote that shaped the modern history of Azeroth and delves into the backstories of Arthas, Men- Menethil, uh, Illidan, Stormrage, Gianna uh, Proudmore, and other iconic World of Warcraft characters. World of Warcraft Chronicles Volume 3 will go on sale March 27, 2018 for $39.99 USD. Uh, check out uh, its cover art be- below, which is on the IGN article that's linked to the show notes at thelazygeese.com. Um, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure fans of the series will, will be thrilled. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I was having a hard time finding an article. Because I did my show notes very early on. Uh, so, which was dumb of me because I, you know, forgot, forgot Comic- about that Comic-Con? big event that was happening. <laughs> I, um, that's what I was saying when you had it. I looked and I was like, did you forget Comic Con was on? And I was like, because lately I've just been obsessed with getting things done early. <laughs> and then I feel so fucking good. I don't have to worry about this. Fuck that shit. You know? And then later, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But my technology story is dope, so <laughs> fuck all of you. Uh, so my technology story short, um, Adam, I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever used YouTube's video editor? No. Have any of have you out there? Neither have I. That could no. be, that could be the main reason why YouTube is ditching it. The Verge is reporting that the company will drop that service by September 20th. And if you're using one, if you're one of the few that's using it, you'll have time to find some other free service because it appears that many are using Apple's Final Cut X or Adobe Premiere. However, it seems enhancements like trims, blurs, and filters will drop into YouTube's video manager once the editor is removed. YouTube is also ditching photo slideshows, which apparently was a thing. Um, I had no idea what it is slash was, but they're dropping it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they they used to have that video editor thing. I didn't even know it was still around. Yeah, I mean the thing is, it's like when I when when I did videos and stuff like that, and I I put them on there, I never used it because at the time I was even using Sony's video editor, you know, and now I have Premiere, and it's just like there's and there. Well, I think it was it was a good idea for people who couldn't afford. Yeah. Because there was a time where there was only video, like expensive video editing software. There wasn't budget 
choices. Or even free. Unless you had a Mac. Or even right. free ones, yeah. Right. But now there's free ones that are good. and, and um, Shit, you can use Window Movie Maker. <laughs> right. Because you, do, you don't have to do much for a YouTube video yeah. unless you're doing something special. Right. If it's like a vlog, you just got to edit it. Yeah. That's all you really have to do. And nine times out of you ten, know? you're mostly just using your iPhone, which already has HD res on there. So it's like you don't right. need to really enhance it. You just maybe. Yeah, I mean, most people don't even color correct. And if they're spending the extra time and if they're using paid software, they're color correcting shit and, you know, all of that. So. So thank you for trying, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, right. Ah, this is a follow-up story of something that we talked about in great length a few months ago. No pun intended. Oh. <laughs> Ashley Madison is still picking up the pieces two years later after the massive... Oh, maybe it was a little longer ago than two months. Oh, two yeah, months. It, was a, it was a while back, um, yeah. After the massive data breach that exposed millions of users' information and ended many marriages. <laughs> I added that end. Um, the parent company of the Cheat on Your Spouse website continues to deny any wrongdoing, but it has agreed to settle the preliminary class action lawsuit filed on behalf of 37 million users whose personal details were dumped onto the dark web. Um, Ruby Corp is ready to pay $11.2 million for the settlement, though the amount still has to be approved by a federal judge in St. Louis. According to Reuters, and we're talking about, they got credible news people on this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> the <bait>. data breach, <laughs> right. The data breach cost Ruby Corp's, Ruby Corp over a quarter of its revenue. It had to spend a lot of money to boost security and privacy and an effort to win over new users, which it should have in the first place. Um, and now to settle lawsuits, the breach the, the breach caused. In addition to the 11.2 million it has to pay people who were affected by the breach, the company also settled charges from the FTC and 13 states for 1.6 million last year. Those who were affected by the security breach can claim up to 3,500, depending on how well they've documented their losses due to the event. Uh, since it's web, since it's a website that encourages cheating on one spouse, though 3,500 might only cover a small fraction of what some people lost. Oh. Hmm. And I remember we talked about this, and I, I can't fully remember what Steve was saying about it. I'm pretty sure he agreed with me. But honestly, I'm if if you're on a website to be on the sneak that's specifically to cheat on your wife or husband, you deserve your fucking data to be breached. Well, my my big thing on that, and it, it, I think it's I think it's what I if if it is what I think it is, uh, it was basically my thing was they were basically saying our shit is secure. Our shit right. is tight. We've got it locked down tighter than I won't even go to the comparison, but um, tighter than your new girl's snatch. <laughs> there you go. And um, and I was like, they were inviting trouble, you know, and, and yeah. through that, you're whole tempting thing, hackers to come do it. Exactly. You're basically throwing it out there. And then at the same time, you know, from what I was hearing, and there's a there's actually a documentary on on um, Netflix about Ashley Madison and that whole thing, and and why that the breach was was um, you know not just um, plurif uh, 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 huge for for that, but it was just showed what the hell was going on in there like you know saying that they were secure and then there were people that were actually saying um i actually could hack into this and they were like yeah okay great thanks you know like they they knew that shit was weak they just didn't care yeah so so yeah so there, there's but like i said 
I don't know. Well, I, re- I remember what I was talking about then because I was like, look, if you make a promise to somebody and you're going to break it, a promise that big where it's like, I'm marrying you now, so I'm not going to fuck anyone else. That's that's a commitment that you're making. So obviously, no, if you're willing to break so that, 1950s. listen, if you're willing to break <laughs> that to the point of signing up for a website. I mean, it's not like you were at a party and drank too much, which still isn't right. But still, you understand my fucking meaning. <laughs> and you're probably you're probably a shithead anyway. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> It'd be different if you signed up for something like you're on Match.com and you were single and you just lonely. I, I got you, bro. You know, and like, <laughs> I, I understand. You know, but Ashley Madison. I remember when they first came out, they were doing all the commercials. Yeah. They would do them during Howard Stern. Oh, those Howard and Stern commercials were fucking hilarious. Ashley Madison. Really? And my wife's like, Maybe you what should is do it? it too. You think I should? It's like, no, that's not how the conversation went no. down. It was a husband and wife talking. Like, yeah, it was spice up our love life. No, no, your marriage is already over if you're having this conversation. Exactly. I remember my wife was like, what is Ashley Madison? I said, it's a dating website for people who are married. And she goes, she looks real confused. And she goes, but aren't they married? <laughs> and I go, it's for people who want to cheat. That's when you're like, she goes, right? oh. And then my wife thought she's trying to catch me slip up. She's like, well, what's the website look like? And I look at dead in her fucking eyes. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> and she goes, oh, <laughs> get the fuck out of my face with that. That's when you go. That's when you go. I don't know. I haven't signed up yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I'd be doing. This is the last episode of the Lazy Geeks podcast, as I'm the only surviving member of the team. What two of us? <laughs> Um, I want to alert that Steve has sent me a um, text message during the show. By the way, unprofessional, but um, I <laughs> but actually valuable, completely, but valuable. I completely right? agree with this. It's a mini hammock for your to feet. rest your feet under your desk. I I a hundred percent want one of these. Oh, I know. I saw that. I was like, yes. <laughs> That's, that was that important to share. You know, I had to share it at that point. Right. All right, so on that note, it's time we jump into our topic for the week. <laughs> so our topic this week, um, moving up, pushing on from, like we said last week, where we're actually picking topics, you know, in advance so we can actually have... Um, that we that doesn't rely on stories of the week or you know because like certain weeks like this we we probably just be discussing comic con, and to be honest, right. there, we'd be just be talking about trailers. Um, yeah, because there not much else happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was just like setting like you know Captain Marvel is going to take place in 1990. Cool, but that doesn't really resort a topic. Um, but we wanted to talk about something that that has kind of been coming up and and I know Adam's been um, kind of has been doing it. I've been kind of talking about doing it or looking at it, talking about cutting the cord, you know, streaming versus cable. And it's becoming more prevalent now. And there, there's a lot of people that are like, well, you know, what can I get? Or I don't switch because, you know, they don't have everything that I need or want or, or what have you. And now it seems like every other week somebody's coming out with, you know their own tv service you know was direct tv now and then youtube tv and then um hulu um you know uh we're coming out with our own streaming service it's only porn but you know it, it's still it's a value it's valuable to the market um 
and, and so, you know, and then with services like Netflix and Amazon and, and Vudu, it, it's kind of like, well, well, what, what do I need? What do I, you know, what should I look for? And, and that's kind of where we're, what we're going to kind of talk about is, is kind of weighing your options is really what you first have to do is weighing what do you need versus what do you want? And I know like, you know, cause I still have direct TV and I have 500 channels and nine times out of 10, I have to go to Netflix or, or Amazon or Hulu to find something to watch, you know, because they keep showing fucking point break and it's not the one I want to watch, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's like, it, it's, it's those kind of moments, you know? And then plus cable, it's fucking expensive. Because you have to get yeah. a tier, and then you're getting a tier because there's one channel that you like, and the other 90, you don't, you know? And and then there's people that say, like, well, I want to do a la carte. And that's kind of what you're doing here with with um, streaming services. So, right. you know, and, and you kind of brought up this topic as, as our point of discussion, so I guess I should kind of, like, what, what what is it that you wanted to kind of lead with, or what did you, did you have any, like, so point of view? The well, I I haven't <laughs> shut up. I haven't I haven't had cable or satellite for shit two years now. I think, and um, we started out with just Netflix, um, and then my wife missed some of the current television shows, so we got Hulu. And for novellas. a long time, we had just Netflix and Hulu. Um, she that worked out. Yeah, yeah, she missed her novellas. Let's be honest here, because that's what because um, that Hulu does have a lot of those. Hulu has a lot of Spanish television. It, it really you don't even does. Have, you don't even have to speak. You can just watch it for the for for you know for them for the, girls for, though. for the men and the women because those are people that are way too handsome for actual real life. Those girls are just pretty enough for my life. <laughs> um, Sign no, up for but... AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> <laughs> Type of woman, novella women, <laughs> novella. Um, so. We had Netflix and Hulu, and that has worked out great. Now, recently, um, we've started to branch out a little bit, um, and we signed up for Hulu's uh, live TV service. Um, so they actually have the channels that are on television, and you can go on them, and it's live, or you can – it's kind of cool. Or you can click into it and go to any of their shows and watch You know what's available on um, And I also added HBO Goto because, you know, I got to watch that fucking um, – Game of Thrones, and that added on to Hulu too. So Hulu's kind of killing it in the house right now. It used to be ninety percent Netflix, and now it's ninety percent Hulu. I just wish they get their fucking interface in line because it's weird. Um, Which interface do you have? Do you have like the generic one or the one that's like profiles? Because the they... one that's profile. Oh, I hate that. That's one. the one that's on the Xbox One. Yeah, I hate that interface. Um, so personally, for me, cable and satellite are a waste of money because yes you can pay let's say what about 50 bucks for basic cable so you get channels one through 100 and that covers most people right um but then we're not calculating in the cost for the cable box or god forbid you get a dvr how many tvs you got how many lines need to be put in um and it, it starts to get very expensive yeah. and with, keep in with, mind too that even if you get uh, um, channels one through 100 what about some premium channels? Do you watch BBC America? Right. Do you want Nat, Ge Nat Geo? Do you want, uh, you know, any any of the other like news channels or, or what what have you? Because then you have to add a tier, and then you're looking at right. like, another five or ten bucks per tier. Now, 
what what don't I have? I don't local channels. I don't have those, although I don't need them. You live in Arizona. What's there locally? We have we have a Fox and a C, <laughs> and a CBN, all that bullshit. Um, but I don't need them because the shows, the primetime shows that are on there are on Netflix, other than CBS. But we'll get to that later. Um, now, other thing is sports, but we're not a big sports house. Yeah. Um, I do like baseball. Now the pro this is this is still an issue. I can sign up for, um, I think it's called MLB Live yeah. or something like that. It's 25 bucks a month, and you can watch all the games, DVR functions, pause, rewind, all that stuff, except for the team that is in your local area because of blackout date right. or blackout stuff. So I can't watch the Arizona Diamondbacks, for instance, who are actually doing quite well this season. <laughs> um, but I could watch the Red Sox. Now, I love the Red Sox, obviously hometown, but I like to watch the team that is here too, right. you know, because it's something to talk about. And God forbid you bring up the Red Sox on the West Coast. People look at you like you're a fucking asshole. So, well, anyway. It's better than <laughs> if you say the Yankees because then they just beat you. <laughs> no, there's a lot of Yankees fans in Arizona. I don't no, know I mean why. out here in L.A. Oh, yeah, L.A., they'll <laughs> fucking beat you. And they should, yeah. rightfully <laughs> right. so. Well, they fucking they um, beat you if you're, a, if you're a Giants fan in L.A. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, my main point here is that, yes, you could cut cable, but it's not particularly for everyone. Um, you kind of, like like Steve said, you have to weigh your options. You have to see what you want. So I have a list here from Consumer Reports, which is a reputable site. It's not like they're telling me anything controversial. By the way, we uh, that have, has, we'll have the link in the show notes as well. Yes, that has a, um, we're going to skim through it. And it has the major streaming services um, and their price. And then I'll, I'll just put like what it, they put, who it's best for. And basically gives you a summary of what they do. And we'll, we'll kind of get into it a little bit because we have experience with, um, between the two of us, we have experience <laughs> with most of these. Right. Um, now, the first one on this list is Acorn TV, but I also want to throw up BritBox, which is kind of the same theme and okay. something that Steve brought to my attention. Um, Acorn TV is 5 bucks a month or 50 a year. I think BritBox was, what, six ninety nine. Yeah, six ninety nine a month. And that gives you, uh, le- that's basically if you love British television. However, it doesn't give you stuff like you would see. It. It's, it's a lot of older stuff. And then some of the stuff that you get on either BBC or ITV, classic Doctor Who is on there, but not current Doctor Who. That you would have to get through like BBC, which is available on some of the other bigger streaming stuff. But we'll talk about right. that. But yeah, Acorn TV, is, I, I love British TV. Like I, I like watching a lot of that stuff. So Brickbox was something that was interesting to me. Acorn TV might might be as well. Uh, so if you like some of that stuff, that would be a good one. You can watch Agatha Christie, Stephen Fry, chop it up. All of them, all of them famous peoples. <laughs> um, next on the list is Amazon Prime Video. Now this is one of the top three, one of the big three right. in streaming. Uh, prices not the prices for Amazon uh, Amazon Prime in general are all over the fucking place. It really depends on what you want, but right. the main price is ninety nine a year or eleven a month. That also comes with free two-day shipping and some some other perks with music and stuff like that. A video-only subscription is $9 a month. It really would behoove you to pay the 11 Right. Like, just a little bit extra. Well, the thing um, is, is who- that, I, I, like, for me right now, um, at the time that I was going to renew my, my Prime membership, I didn't have, it was a little strapped for cash, so I didn't do the 100 bucks, but I opted for the 11 bucks a month. Um, right. And it's still just a good, it's still a good thing. It does save you to pay the hundred bucks a year, 
Oh yeah, it, it saves you. It saves you money doing that. But and also, it's one bill you don't have to worry about every fucking month. Right. And for me, it's kind of like every time I get it, I'm like, fuck, I gotta switch over to that one year. Um, uh, I do not advise for the video only subscription because just Amazon Prime, you're gonna buy shit off Amazon. Right. And, and to be honest, with the amount of shit that I get from Amazon, um, two day shipping, as well as the video stuff, like Amazon Prime has really started to bring in like you can watch HBO shows on there like you can add HBO Showtime and some other premium channels between 9 and 15 bucks um the thing is though is that you can act their shows like HBO and Showtime shows are available on their Amazon Prime service yeah so you can watch those plus you have their original series much like uh you get from um uh Netflix um also they have this exclusivity which is which is something that i recently um i uh, recently found out anytime you have a movie that comes out and that's released by amazon it has a 30-day window and then it'll eventually be allowed on their streaming service so like um you had that um that one with um fuck i keep forgetting there's moonlight there was another one that was um amazon prime amazon was the one with casey affleck and um his movie that actually got Oscar nominated and I think he won for for that role that's on Amazon Prime um the new movie uh the the sick the big sick um that's it's a little romantic comedy that I've been hearing rave reviews and I've wanted to see and it, it's featured and it has one of the guys from um Silicon Valley um he's on there he wrote it co-wrote it with his wife um and that's by Amazon and then that should be coming over to Amazon Prime soon um not to mention they also have the ability if you have mobile devices you can do the um the download um download to your mobile devices and view it offline so you don't have to actually stream on each ones amazon prime is a good one to have you know right and it has you know a couple of popular shows you might have heard people talking about around the water cooler downtown abbey the americans yeah. you know it, it definitely has um its merits but yes if Unless you're one of those people that refuses to shop online, you're probably already buying stuff off of Amazon anyway. So pay the couple extra bucks right. and get the eleven dollars. And, and also, I mentioned I, I mentioned in the uh, in the Star Trek podcast, Amazon has all the Star Trek movies, uh, the Kirk and the Picard um, generation movies, and they also have all the new Doctor Who. So they're yeah. carrying that as well right now. Also, I, I actually um, I like their video interface a little bit better than Netflix on the computer because it gives you kind of a you can pull open a side by and get little information on what you're watching and stuff like that. It's a little bit more interactive. Then uh, Netflix um, on, the, on the Xbox, it's a little clunky. It's, it's yeah. not quite as fluid, but I, I don't like the new interface with Netflix now because now it starts playing like a trailer or something every time you hover over a movie. And I really hate that. Yeah, it's too busy. Yeah, it's just kind of just no. We should stop distracting me and just let me pick what I want to pick. Right? No, I, I get. Yeah, I, I noticed that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, what the fuck? Um, this next one, this one, when I first heard about it, I kind of thought CBS was a dick, but it it because I'm like, can't you just go on Hulu like everybody else? But it has its merits. So CBS All Access, it's six dollars a month with ads, or ten dollars a month ad free. Who's it's be- who is it best for? Cord cutters looking for major network fare without using an antenna. The service provides full-length episodes of CBS programs, plus live programming streams of local CBS affiliates in 124 markets. CBS All Access also includes complete back catalogs of most of its current series. 
Uh, now, it they did do a side note here. In December, CBS All Access added NFL football games, including Tuesday night football. Thursday night. Oh, I'm sorry. Thursday night football. You could tell I don't watch it. Um, <laughs> and, of course, new exclusive original series include Star Trek Discovery and The Good Fight. So they're, they're coming up. I mean, Star Trek definitely will be a poll if it ends up being good. And that football thing will definitely be a poll yeah. for the casual football watcher. I, w- I would assume hardcore NFL fans are, are getting Sunday ticket or something like that. Um, do you have anything to add on CBS? We, um, neither of us have it. No, so. and and I've been kind of interested. I've been kind of thinking about doing it, but it, if I do it, it'll do it when Star Trek comes on there because I know that they also have. Um, they do have uh, back catalogs of most of its current TV shows, but I know it has back catalogs of all of their old TV shows. Like I, I heard, yeah, that the ori- CBS has a long line of good shows. Yeah, because so. I've heard like the original Star Trek series is all available online, as well as like on Netflix. But I know they do, yeah. they do have a lot of a lot of their shit on there. So that might be good if you if you like some old stuff. It's kind of like Hulu in some ways, where you get old and new stuff, but you know. The, the, it depends on the pool. I don't really watch CBS all that much nowadays. So to me, it's kind of like... I don't even know. Dude, I've been streaming so long. I don't even know what network I'm watching half of the <laughs> fucking time. I'm just watching the show. Well, half the time when I see, oh, these shows got canceled, I'm like, who the fuck are these shows? Like, where did these ones come from? Right. <laughs> um, now, next one is is a great option for someone who's a little timid. Not timid, but on the fence. And, and this is something I was thinking about for Steve. Uh, or switching, cutting the cable, and this is DirecTV now. So this is $35 a month. Uh, for anyone who wants DirecTV but not the satellite dish, right now you can get about 60 channels for $35 a month or 80 channels for 50 per month at any time. Um, so this is basically a, uh, a shorthand version of DirecTV. You're not going to get the thousands upon thousands, but do you want them? Um, y- you can definitely, what the latest news is thick. The latest news is that DirecTV will start beta testing a cloud DVR for DirecTV Now subscribers this summer with a rollout planned for the back half of the year. 4K programming with HDR is planned for 2018. Also, keep in mind, those those I actually mentioned in, I think, one in the last one of the previous podcasts. So this this list, I I, I was just going to say, because I I looked at the date, this list that we're reading off of is as of July is was updated July fifth of this year, so it's it's still really new. Okay, so, um, it does lack CBS and Showtime currently. You can add HBO for only five dollars uh, a month, which is actually HBO is usually fifteen. Yeah. So that's a damn good deal. Um, as part of a current, oh, no, I'm not going to recur for. So that is definitely a good one to look at if you already have DirecTV and you're thinking about, you know, your contract's coming up, you're thinking about um, cutting cutting the satellite a bit. Uh, $35 a month is definitely cheaper than most DirecTV bills I've seen. Yeah. Um, now, this next one is Fubo TV Premiere. $35 per month for about 50 channels. Who is it for, Steve? <laughs> sports fans looking for a streaming alternative. This sports-centric service offers a mix of live and on-demand channels from broadcast networks, Fox, NBC, and some markets. Cable channels, A&E, Bravo, FX, Sci-Fi, USA, and sports networks, which is BN, Sports, FS1, Golf Channel, NBA TV. You will also you also get a robust roster of regional sports networks, including those from the NBC, Fox, and yes, for local team action, including MLB and NHL games. So this one is, is good for, for people who really only use their TV to watch sports for right. the most part. 
Um, or, so you're gonna get your locals. Sports is big in yours. Like you watch everything else, but you need, you want something that's gonna give you. Sports. You need sports, yeah. right? Um, this is, you need it. You fucking need it. (laughs) Um, so if you're a big, if you're a big sports hound, then definitely. And they're adding latest news saying they're adding food network, HDTV for the little lady in your life. No, I'm just kidding. I watch (laughs) food network shit. Um, so definitely I can't watch it when I'm hungry, (laughs) but like, damn, I gotta go make something to eat. Yeah. Um, here's one that I just signed up for and was impressed with HBO now. This is $15 per month, although pretty much everywhere right now you can get a free month. Uh, your first one's free. Who is it best for? HBO fans uh, who don't want to pay for cable. Sign, sign up to get all the network series, movies, specials, and documentaries. Uh, if you already get HBO through your cable package, remember the HBO Go app lets you watch HBO on your phone, tablet, and other days. So if you already have HBO through cable, you can, you can use this app now. This is a pretty cool app for obvious reasons. It has the HBO content on there. Um, HBO, not only, of course, Game of Thrones, as, as I've already been talking about today, um, but they, their documentaries are on point well, a lot of the time. You get all the, if you're into boxing, you got all the boxing fights from that. I saw that today. They even have that HBO after hours section, which I had to quickly pass because <laughs> the kids were there. Um, but that has your little any, um, any of their cur- softcore porn. Right. Any of their current or old series. Like all that shit is cataloged on there, so that's all. It's the same as HBO as the HBO Go app, which I have on my um, on my TV because I still have um, cable. So I get that you get all of that, and, and and new shows are pretty much released like after they've gone live. They're pretty much available on there. Uh, last week, yeah, I noticed John that. Oliver is on there. Uh, so you know, and that's usually how I catch up because a lot of times I I forget when shows are on, and I really. With everything nowadays, I seldom use my DVR for shit like that because I'm always pretty much just watching it on um, uh, on HBO Go. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. I'm with you on that. Um, next one is one another one of the big three. Hulu. Um, price is $8 a month with ads or $12 a month without ads. Nah, I have a $12 one. Let's not say without ads. I hate when they say that. It says without ads, but it's not always without ads. It's it's with limited reduced ads. ads. <laughs> limited ads. Yeah. Some of the major shows will still have. But I mean, honestly, it's like two commercials an episode. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but it, it is annoying because you do pay for it. Yeah. But you pay for cable, too. And <laughs> there's a lot of ads right. on that. Um, who's this best for? Cord cutters who don't want to miss out on broadcast TV. Hulu has current shows from ABC, Fox, and NBC. Older ones from CBS, plus the Seinfeld Library. Uh, original content includes The Path and The Handmaid's Tale. There's a, actually a lot more than that, yeah. but they're, that's two of the uh, more popular ones. Uh, what's um, the, the uh, uh, King of the High... No, what's that show? The High Castle? King on the High Castle? Yeah. Like that one. Yeah. That one's on there. Yeah, there's there's a lot. They also have that uh, adaptation, the miniseries adaptation, uh, 622-63, Stephen yes. King's one. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot on there. That And they also... One of the things that they don't mention on here... They also have movies on there now, a lot of yeah, a lot of movies. Um, like right now, they currently have I think some of the Indiana Jones movies. Iron Man is on there. Uh, a lot of Disney movies are on there. So it's it's it it's not just television anymore. It really does it does have a pretty good library of movies and documentaries. I've seen a couple of documentaries on there. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know this was on there. Oh OJ, gotta see that. <laughs> and I'll roll right into the next one because it's pretty much the same thing, but it's Hulu with live TV. Uh, and this is $40 a month. I actually have this service. Um, 
This is good for cord cutters who want yet another option. Hulu TV, which is now live, uh, offers about 50 channels, including the major broadcast channels, ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC, albeit only in a handful of markets right now. Um, but if it's here in Phoenix, so it's probably where you are if you right. live by a major city. Um, you also get cable channels such as A&E, Cartoon Network, CNN, Disney, Fox News, FX, TBS, and TNT, among others. You actually get like three Disney channels. You Disney, Disney XS, Disney XS or DX or something. Yeah, DX. Um, and uh, Disney Junior. Something, yeah, something. Something Disney uh, the lineup, with initials. <laughs> right. The lineup also includes CBS Sports, ESPN, and Fox Sports, plus some regional sports networks as well. Hmm. Um, and I'll read the latest news just because I really do like the service. Right now, the service, which launched in May, doesn't include AMC Discovery or Viacom, which is Comedy Central, MTV, and Nickelodeon. Uh, and it doesn't yet support Amazon Fire TV or Roku streaming players, though that's promised. The basic plan lets you create six separate profiles, through, though only two people can use the service at a time and include a cloud DVR with 50 hours of recording time. You can pay $15 extra each month to get a DVR with 200 hours of recording time, plus the ability to skip through commercials. For another $15 per month, the service will support unlimited users in the home, plus three mobile users. A, bun- a bundle of those two options costs 20 a $10 discount off the cost uh, of purchasing them separate. Now, um, Hulu Live TV also is cool because it is they're not the only service that can do this, but you can add um, HBO, you can add Showtime, Cinemax. Uh, there's something else you could add to it too, and I can't really remember at this time. Um, one thing that I know my kids are upset are not there is Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. uh, but these things happen in time. Hulu TV is kind of new, but I've been very impressed with it. I love how you can, so you go through, their interface is weird, but you can go through, um, you hover over the channel and it will tell you what's on now, live TV. But if you press, uh, well, I'm on the Xbox, so if I press the X button, it goes browse more options and then you go through their their back catalog of that channel specifically. Um, now, and it's really cool. No, that's it. I was just going to say it was really cool. Um, I was going to say, if you are Walking Dead fans, this is not, the yes. service for you because amc is not on there um no. uh viacom viacom is, is, is are usually dicks in a lot of these instances so um viacom i know was initially released and then was pulled so i'm not sure if and when yeah viacom likes to be fucking assholes yeah. when it comes to stuff like this so we're not sure if and when those will get in there but you know what to be honest i don't really watch those much anymore and most of those are available on regular hulu <laughs> so you know um like uh you know so it, it's it's just one of those like, it's just i mean um and i know you have a lot of people in the house so how much are you actually paying with hulu because i know you have a lot of i have i have just i pay not including hbo i play i pay like 45 50 bucks hmm. i think because we have the limited commercials right which we might as well get rid of because it really doesn't make a difference. Um, but we we only two people can watch it at a time. Okay, so you still... But Hulu, Hulu is really only used downstairs on one TV because that's the only thing. That's another thing with Hulu. Not Hulu, but Hulu's live TV service. Mm-hmm. It's not supported by a lot. Like, it's, support, it's supported by the major things right now. So my Xbox, the PlayStation will play it. Um, and... I think the Chromecast will play it, but like they need it. They need to catch up with the, like smart TV. So upstairs, I have a, a smart TV. It's a Panasonic. Right. It has a Hulu app, but it doesn't. 
do the live TV. It only does Hulu, Hulu. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 whatever. But most mostly Hulu's used by the adults. Until we got live TV, now my kids watch the Disney Channel and stuff. Right. But my kids grew up with streaming, so a lot of times with normal television, they they're like, "Why do I have to watch commercials? Right. Or why do I have to wait for something to come on?" So they're they're not really they're not keen on that shit. Privileged fucks. Um, let's let's start burning <laughs> through this fucking list now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so here is the creme de la creme, the biggest streaming service, the one everybody already has anyway, or is at least using somebody's fucking password to use, uh, is Netflix. Um, price is $8 a month for standard def TV on a single screen, $10 a month for high def video on up to two screens, and $12 a month for 4K UHD video on four screens. I actually have $12 a month, not for 4K, but for four screens, because the problem that uh, Steve was asking me about with Hulu is definitely a problem with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, who is this best for? Everyone. Netflix is still the king of binge. It has a vast library of movies and TV shows, plus now classic original shows. Um, I don't know if these are exactly classics, but whatever. Um, House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. And new hits, Stranger Things. Uh, it even has original movies, Beasts of No Nation, for, to name one. A deal with Marvel has spawned Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Netflix um, subscribers will get exclusive access to Disney titles within a year of their debut, starting with 2016. And that, we just seen that roll out with um, the first Star Wars, uh, Star Wars uh, Rogue One. Rogue One is out, it's yeah. It's out on Netflix now. Um, Netflix is luring Jerry Seinfeld away from Crackle, so this year... Uh, subscribers will get new episodes of Comedians and Kaz Getting Coffee, which is actually a funny show, um, plus two exclusive stand-up shows. Um, new movies range from kid-friendly um, Disney fan raunchy works. Now, Netflix is the one... It, if you're debating on which streaming service to get, you should. the question is, which ones will I get on top of Netflix? Yeah, You need Netflix. Yeah. Netflix has a little bit of everything. If you have kids in the house, Netflix is legit. You can even set, because um, you have different profiles, you can set a kid profile that streams out all the naughty shit so they don't have to watch it. It's even structured a little bit better. I do that with my um, <laughs> You don't want them to get, you know, yeah, have nightmares. You're right, exactly. Um, Netflix has thousands of movies. They have the best original shows, uh, if, if we're comparing against the top three, so Amazon, Hulu, and uh, Netflix. I'm not saying the other two don't have good shows, but Netflix as a whole has they have all the Marvel ones? They have Stranger Things. I haven't watched, but I hear is amazing. Uh, Orange is the New Black is dope. House of Cards is dope. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Netflix is the shit. It also is. Um, it isn't as restrictive as as a lot of the other ones. So you can like up to four screens. My um, sister in law uses my Netflix account in L.A. Mm. and it works just fine. Sometimes Hulu will be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, you log into a new different." You know, something like that. So if that's your concern, then, you know. Can I read the, um, the next one? Yes, go ahead, because you're the only one that knows about it. <laughs> uh, PlayStation View. Uh, prices range between 40 to 75 bucks per month, depending on your package. Who's the best for? Those looking for a real cable TV-style programming package and willing to pay for it. Packages range from basic channels, the $40 access plan, to the comprehensive package of about 90 channels that include some premium channels. That's $75 per month ultra plan. And you can also get local channels in many major markets, on-demand in others, plus a cloud DVR for recording. Latest news is uh, late last year, View added several channels, including BBC America, NBA TV, and Vice, but lost Viacom channels such as you know, Comedy Central, Spike, and MTV. And it added support for um, Apple TV last fall. Um, 
with PlayStation View, um, I, I I found of a lot of the stuff that I was looking at, the PlayStation View had probably the most comprehensive of packages that I could get with everything that I, that kind of almost everything that I needed, but not wanted. Uh, BBC America was also a big draw um, to look at that package. Um, yeah, because that's a hard network to find. It really is, yeah. Streaming service. And um, and they also have, you know, the uh, viewability of, I think, two screens on there as well. Um, their online uh, DVR was good. And their, their markets, especially for local channels, for me, because being in LA, I would actually get access to all my local channels because I still do watch um, like Arrow and, and Flash and all of that on, on local channels. And then sometimes just the local news. Um, but uh, PlayStation View has always been a little iffy for me because I've always been very, because Sony likes to do stuff. And you've heard us talk about it before where they bring something out and then they just kind of fold it in. Um, but uh, they've kind of been steady for the last time for for a little while, and it's it's kind of the package. If I'm going for kind of a cable TV style of programming, that might be the one that I might go to. Yeah, and if you already have a PlayStation as well, um, it's definitely a good buy. But also too, but they added support some people... for Apple TV now, which would right. be good because I'm actually thinking if I was to do this, I would. And I'm, we'll go through this a little bit later um, about what to use to try to gain access to a lot of the stuff. Right. So I feel like this is going long. So I'm going to try to go quick for the last ones. But um, another one, Showtime, $11 a month. Um, or Right. Um, $11 a month or $9 a month when purchased through certain services such as Amazon Prime and Hulu. Who is it best for? Showtime fans. <laughs> <laughs> like HBO Now, this service lets you watch a cable network within the cable. Without the cable. I'm sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> you get all Showtime's movies plus original shows. Right. <laughs> This is original shows such as Billions, Homeland, and The Affair. Uh, if you subscribe to Showtime through your cable provider, Showtime Anytime lets you watch Showtime Fair. So any any of the premium HBO, Showtime, and Stars, if you already have them with cable, you can already watch them on your phone and shit if you didn't know that. So don't go order this right. and then pay for the same thing twice. Um, latest news, a new 18-pot Twin Peaks is coming this spring that no one asked for but that some people might like. Uh, also, Showtime Films is releasing an Eric Clapton uh, documentary, Eric Clapton, A Life in 12 Bars, uh, theatrically in 2017, and in Showtime in 2018. So next is one that I used to have, uh, Sling TV. Price, Sling Orange costs $20 a month. Sling Blue costs $25 a month. A combination package costs $40 per month. Add-on packs cost $5 a month. Who is the best? Who it's best for? Cord cutters. With, with Dishes Sling... So Sling TV is um, Dish Network's streaming thing, which I didn't even know when I signed up for it. With Dish's Sling TV, you don't get individual shows. You get channels. The basic um, orange package comes with uh, about 20 cable offerings, including A&E, Food Network, and TBS, but not broadcast TV. Uh, It's also one of the only... only, (laughs) It's also one one of only a few ways you can get ESPN without a TV service. Themed add-on packs cost five dollars a month, and HBO costs fifteen dollars a month. I used to have Sling TV. Yeah, why did it you, works? Why did you? Get it that? works fine for whatever reason. It w- it would always buffer, mm. and none, my other ones don't do that. I don't know if it was the app or the service. Other people might. There are there is a free trial available. Your your mileage might differ. I have kind of shitty internet. It's a little sensitive, so. <laughs> 
I think Sling TV was just pulling that fucking bandwidth a little hotter than the other ones mm-hmm. were. Um, but I watched a whole season of fucking Game of Thrones and it didn't fuck up once on Hulu. So I, I don't know. Um, but it's still a good option. Uh, Stas, which is $9 per month, who it's best for. Like HBO and Showtime, you can now get Stas without a pay TV subscription. Content includes shows like Outlander and Power, plus movies including Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Stas is... If you like Stas. I think that's the weakest of the three, yeah. though, um, for the three uh, streaming ones. Now, the last one is a b- brand new one, is YouTube TV. That's $35 a month. Who it's best for? Cord Cutter's looking for another option beyond Sling TV and Direct TV now. YouTube TV, which launched in April, offers access to live TV from up to 50 providers, including all the major networks. It also has a cloud DVR with unlimited storage. Right now, its biggest limitations are... Uh, that it's only available in five major markets and it doesn't currently support Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and Roku streaming players. Uh, it does have a nice selection of channels, including Bravo, Disney, ESPN, FX, Fox News, Fox Sports, MSNBC, National Geographic, USA, and some regional sports networks. AMC will be added soon, and you also get access to original programming on YouTube Red, uh, which is normally $10 a month. Um, Showtime and a few other channels can be added for an additional fee, but right now it lacks programming from Viacom, um, programming from Time Warner, which includes HBO, CNN, uh, Cartoon Network, and TNT, Discovery Communications, and Scripps Network and Interactive, which includes Food Network and HGTV. YouTube says it's still in discussions with networks, so more channels could be added soon. Um, Now, obviously, the discussion is still going on because it's such a new service, but... um, I haven't checked out YouTube TV. I think because I just settled on Hulu TV and then I, I didn't move from it. It kind of has everything I need. Um, but, you know, if you're already on YouTube all day anyway, you might as well might as well take a look at it. That unlimited uh, cloud storage DVR is pretty dope, though. Mm. Now, but honestly, yeah. how much storage do you really fucking need? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> DVR. Know, right? um, one of the things that I did, did want to touch on was a couple of factors you need to look into if you're thinking of going cord cutting is you need to look at one. Uh, I mean, obviously, first and foremost is going to be what kind of uh, streaming service you're going to want to do. Plus, there's also, you know, with all the shit that we mentioned before, there's also individual streaming apps like Sundance Now that focuses on independent movies, Filmstruck, that's the lineup of cult films and critically acclaimed movies, and also the Criterion Collection, which if you're a movie lover like I am, Criterion Collection might be something you want to look into. But the big thing that you need to look at is, one, your fucking internet. Um, because there are a lot if you are on um if you are on comcast or something like that you will be dealing with data caps so you got to be very careful on what you're getting you're definitely not getting that 4k resolution shit (laughs) Um, yeah so you got to be careful of that i know comcast and some of those are actually trying to put netflix and stuff on their set top boxes so you got to be careful like like, i'm with spectrum uh which was time warner but it, it has as of this as of this recording, it has no caps on there, which I'm glad because yeah, I use a ton. <laughs> I'm with CenturyLink, and I have to have, because um, all we do is stream, I have to have the business class account, yeah. which is only like $15 more. But still, I have to have that special account that doesn't have a cap because when I had the regular account, they were shutting my shit off mid-month right? because they were like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so because right. the streaming video is probably the most bandwidth intensive thing you can do yeah. as a normal consumer right. so you you will definitely eat it up so if you're 
if you're on something, if you're on like Verizon's fucking uh, little home service, or if you're on satellite internet, don't even try. Yeah. And, it, and also keep in mind too, because if you're gaming, if you do a lot of gaming, that you know you're gonna set that on top of streaming, it's gonna add up. Um, another thing too, how are you gonna stream? Are you gonna are you gonna hardwire? Or are you gonna you gonna um, you gonna do it off of your Wi-Fi? Because that that could be a big factor too because if you have a kind of a cheap you know little let's um was it linkson what is it linksys Linksys. linksys uh, i haven't used them in so long you got a cheap little linksys it's gonna burn it out quick that happened to me where i actually used to get just the linksys kind of routers but then when i started graduating everything to wireless i was burning through those things i just know tomorrow now- right like i have um i have a 400 dollar netgear fucking router that looks like a spider yeah, you know it has eight antennas on it because I was like, I I just was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna get the best because it, it's you're a lot of people forget about their router, yeah, but that is the that's the heartbeat yeah. of your of your network and if you you got three TVs, don't forget the phones, the tablets, the computers, and they're all trying to pull from Wi-Fi or even if they're all hooked up landline, yeah, you're gonna burn that fucking router right. if it's not designed to carry that carry that much bandwidth and and also keep in mind you know i have i still have the router that you know I, that you and i both had for the, the nighthawk by um netgear mm-hmm. and i use that in conjunction with the the router that um time warner upgraded me to so i have shit hard lined into to the time warner router and time <laughs> connected into my uh into my night gear as well as um as well as wi-fi but also keep in mind of your uh, internet speed we'll go back to the internet real quick Check your internet speed. If you have the cheapest internet, that shit's gonna buffer like a, like you're watching '90s porn. You know, it, it's <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna fuck with you a little bit. So you got to make sure that if you're, because if you're gonna save money on on streaming on um you know watching TV, you're gonna have extra money. So boost up that internet. Try to get what you can. Because I with Time Warner, I have, you know the 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 most expensive one that they have, including a including a booster. So that that will it it can handle it you know um also uh as well as that also the devices you got to remember that you need to make sure and like i said going back to what was that wi-fi or hardline hardline obviously is better you know the the um the 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 refresh rate is actually going to be better when you're you're hardlining anything you know because i have my xbox one hardlined but i have my uh my apple tv obviously um uh, using uh, Wi-Fi, but also make sure of your devices too. How much? Um, what kind of device are you going to use to get that? You're going to use a? Um, are you going to use the fucking Amazon Fire TV? You're going to use a Roku. You're going to use and if you an have, Apple TV or a if console. you have a wireless a wireless device, let's say a PS3, and it only it only supports uh, wireless G technology, right? And if you hook it up to your network with all your wireless AC devices, you, all the AC devices are now getting G speeds because it can't it it can't regulate that way. It's just going to default to whatever the the fastest the slowest one can go. So either you hardline your um, your older stuff, and this includes phones as well, um, which you can't hardline, but it includes them. Or if you get a, a classier router, you have uh, multiple channels and you just sort them out. Like I have a few older, like the older phones I let the kids play with. Those are on, all on one channel. And then I have some other stuff on other channels, you know. So you really have to plan it out that way yeah. just to get the best out of, you're paying money. Right, you know, right. so so you got to do some legwork and, and hook it up correctly. And if you don't know what you're doing, find a fucking, a young person that does. 
you know, because there everyone knows somebody that knows how to hook up a fucking network. Um, I've done it for five houses, counting now. So it's um it's not that it's not as difficult as it might sound as I'm explaining it. But if you don't do it right, you're gonna have all these fucking issues. You're gonna have someone turn on your kid's gonna turn on that old tablet you let them play Angry Birds on, and all of a sudden your fucking Wi-Fi network just goes through yeah. and just slows down. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you got to be careful with that because even sometimes, I mean, there are times where I just used my uh, PlayStation just to stream something on it, and it's even even the it sucks so much bandwidth that even the um, the app that I was using on the PlayStation would buffer. Um, right. So you got to be careful. That's also the PlayStation Four only goes up to. Uh, what is it? N? Yeah. No, it's not even no, N. Not I think N. it only goes is it G. I think it is That's G, it. yeah. Because PlayStation Sony thought that everyone would hardline. Um so <laughs> yeah, because they require that for PlayStation now. Um but you know, and and lastly, uh you know, make sure you're planning your devices. What kind of devices you're going to want? Are they going to uh the devices you're going to use going to offer that? So there is some planning that needs to be done on this. Um are you going to use it through your Xbox or think of ease of use? And and to be honest, you know, Adam, Adam is going to probably say, you know, but, you know, if you have people that, that, that need it, ease of use, Apple TV is is one is is a great. It, no, I, I, I bought an Apple TV for my sister in law. Huh. Apple TV is a great device, a, especially if you're already tied into their ecosystem. Right. You're tied into their ecosystem. But at the same time, it's very simple. Their layout right. is very simple. It's very good ease of use. And if you have an Apple phone or tablet, mm-hmm. you, you can it throw has, shit I on think there. they call it. Airbeam yeah, or something, yeah. but yeah, you can just throw the screen up or any pictures you have right to your TV. It's it's real fluid. I was actually really impressed with that Apple. Yeah, because I use that with my iPad. I can you know you can talk to the remote <laughs> and be like, I want to watch, and then it will pull it yeah, up. Yeah, and there, there's um, various versions. The newer ones, which um, which I don't have, are gonna are the newer ones are the better ones to get. If you're looking to save money and get the fourth generation or whatever that last generation was, don't do it. Get the newer one because it does have an app store, which will allow you to get a lot of these um, new yeah. apps when they come out. And that's the reason why I would think I was thinking of um, upgrading mine to get uh, some of the newer apps. Now, a lot of these precautions we're telling you about network and all that. If you're the, if you're a person that has one TV, you don't really have to worry <laughs> right. about most of this. If you're single, um, you know, you, you, you're right. not going to worry about it. You have one little inter- you have one like big screen in the living room. You don't have to worry. Even two TVs, you don't have to worry about. But if you have a large family like myself, these are things that I had to I had to map out on paper. Like I was drawing my network and making sure I knew all my devices and stuff like that. Um, also, if you're a gamer and you already have either an Xbox One or a PlayStation uh, Four, you already have a device that that connects to all of these things. Um, but a simple Chromecast, twenty five yeah. bucks, thirty bucks. I mean, you can you can get it all hooked up as long as you have an Android phone, <laughs> um, <laughs> right, yeah. or or, or uh, Apple TV as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because a lot of that, and then you know, just make sure if you're going to use your gaming console, be sure that you know you're you're okay with it to um, to use for that because you know if somebody else wants to watch TV and you want to play your games, you may have to think that through. So so yeah, the, the, these precautions are kind of common sense. Um, but that's, uh, that's kind of what you kind of need to do going in there. So, all right. But oh, go, as I, I think re- the only, the last thing I want to say, right. um, I did say at the beginning, or I, I, I think I saw this Steve off, off record, but I, I kind of think like, okay, maybe streaming isn't for everybody. And it isn't if you don't have the, the technology to do it, like you live in a rural area or something like that. But I, I honestly think that every single person can switch to streaming. Mm-hmm. 
you, you just have to look at it and plan it out and see what services you want. Um, cable, I mean, the, the writing's on the wall. Cable's not going out right now or anytime soon, but it will. Yeah. Uh, the, the world's moving. My kids are a perfect example. They're watching basic cable, and they're like, why do I have to wait? Why can't I just watch what I want to watch? And it makes them sound really like first world problems, and it really is. Yeah. But if consumers, <laughs> if consumers are moving that way, they're not going to use an, an older thing when the newer thing is available. Well, I because mean, there's no just ask Blockbuster; <laughs> they'll let you know. <laughs> right. I love that meme where it says, "I went out in the jungle and found something from an old world, an artifact, and it's a Blockbuster with like trees around it." <laughs> right. Um, and that's the thing is like when you go into um, you go, there's no such thing as product loyalty anymore. Because there's always something out there that will do what you need it to do and and will do it right away. You know, you can sit there and you can be like, well, I missed a couple of episodes of, you know, uh, let's just say I missed a couple of episodes of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. And now I'm kind of behind and my DVR is going to get loaded up. Fuck it. You know what? I'll just wait till the end of the year. Watch binge watch all of them in season one in like a week and I'm done. You know, or, you know, it, it, or, you know, oh, well, this service doesn't offer this. Oh, but they do. OK, I'll go to there because they're offering me something it, it, in, in. We're in an on demand world, you know, and and and, and well, I think I think and that's too, why you're I mean, seeing like direct TV and, and, and dish and all of them going towards offering a standalone streaming service. They're going to be the ones that think, survive in the end. I think being in an on demand world for entertainment is a great thing. I know a lot of the old hats. They'll sit there and go, oh, you know, you kids today, blah, blah, blah. But the world's a busier place now. I mean, you got a lot of people doing night school. They're working a full time. They got kids. They, everyone deserves entertainment, especially hardworking people. Oh, yeah. And and if you if it means that you're gonna miss every show, I mean, back in the day, primetime was primetime for a reason because everybody was fucking home. Yeah. Like everyone worked nine to five. Yeah. For the most part. Right. You know. So of course, food food service stuff like that. So, but now everyone's working weird shifts, so they're working long shifts, so they're going to the night school, they're taking care of the kids. I mean, this is great. I mean, with me, I, I come home. I gotta, I gotta help my kids with the homework. I gotta put them to bed. By the time I'm done with all that, it's nine o'clock. I've missed prime time. Yeah. I got now two, I can sit I down. Got two and I can... hours before you know exactly I, I get, um, be, between eating dinner and going to bed. I need. I want to watch something that I want to watch, not watch. Just and with stream, with streaming or even DVRs, but with, with streaming, you are in control of your personal time. A lot of people. I remember the '90s. Back in the day, we used to schedule our time around what was on TV <laughs> because you wanted to watch those cartoons when you came home from school, or your parents wanted to watch fucking Roseanne and Married with Children and shit. And if that was on that time, you couldn't go anywhere because you wanted to watch that. Or, or you, know, you would so, have to. You would have to, like in my house. You would, you know, if there was something on, your everybody wanted to watch, and you wanted to watch something different. You had to watch the shit ass TV in the other room, right? Just to and with the uh, the rabbit ears, just trying to get the signal just to watch it. And one of my favorite things um, with this new streaming services and stuff is I can share some of the um, the shows, cartoons that I watched when I was a child. I mean, we have Amazon um, Amazon streaming. I got my kids. They just started watching that original Batman animated series, there you go. and they're digging the fuck out yeah. of it. You know, just because it's old doesn't mean it's not good. You know, so it's it's stuff like that. You can sit down with your kids. You can handle the business like that, or you could just relive that old stuff. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with watching some old TV. Right. You know, I was watching. Uh, what was I watching the other day? I was watching. I think it was Married with Children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I was watching it, but I was watching it. <laughs> but the big thing, the, the big takeaway is, is to, you know, you may have to upgrade some of your network if you're going to do that. And to be honest, it's like a one-time cost. Uh, but also figure it out first. Plan out like, okay, of all the services I need to get, how much is it going to cost me? 
and then equate it to whatever you're doing. Most likely, I mean, if you're just paying for basic shit, it's probably gonna if it's if it's not any big difference, then then don't do it. But if if you like a lot of content, you're definitely gonna notice a big difference in the bill. And I promise you, home networking is not as complicated as it seems. Yeah. All the complicated stuff is done by the cable company. If you need something done speed-wise or jack-wise, just call them and tell them what you need them to do, and they, they can do yep. it. Um, other, all you need to learn is the very basics of how a router works <laughs> and, and what you need out of it. And even then, you can go to Best Buy and talk to, talk to a cat up there that they'll probably find, find – you know what's funny? And it's don't find someone old. Find a younger person. <laughs> In the, in the computer play, department. Hate to play ageism, but they're the ones that are right. going to know, yeah. Because when I worked at Best Buy, um, I was in my 20s, and we had a couple old hats in there who usually worked in um, TVs, like selling TVs. They didn't know shit about fucking network. And then I would come in, and I would sell them exactly what the, what the person needed because you don't necessarily need the $400 router that's sitting behind me. Right. I don't need the $400 <laughs> router that's sitting behind me. I have it for those rare days when every device is on mm-hmm. and they're all streaming shit, you know, which is rare. So I, I like to be prepared. I like to know that it's not going to fuck up. Like that, that's just how I am. But if you're the person, like I said, one TV, two TVs, you, you got a small family or maybe it's just you, you don't need all that extra shit. You could probably get away with just a router, your fucking cable company. Gave. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, you're, it's not that difficult. Don't I know a lot of people, I meet them at work. They don't, switch to streaming because they're they're nervous about i don't know about computers like then well you can watch it on your computer you don't need to know about computers but i don't know how to use it i just got my grandmother using netflix and she was she was weary about it because she's like well i don't know how to do that i'm like nana literally all you got to do is put the cursor where you want it and press play it's not hot and i showed her and she and she says the onset's of dementia for christ's sake and she figured it out (laughs) you know so i mean not to make light not to make light of a situation but i'm just saying you know you know, so all right, I say do it. All right, because we went um, a bit long on this, and plus with the Comic Con stuff that we talked about, um, we're gonna we're gonna skip our douchebags this week, which is okay because mine was kind of funny, but it was a little weak. But yeah, mine was pretty lame. So uh, so yeah, <laughs> so we'll we'll move that. We'll save. We'll get. We'll be back to them next week. So that is it for this episode. Please rate and review the show on iTunes as always. Uh, it helps us out a lot. Uh, if you want to listen to any of the old shows, catch them on Stitcher, iTunes, iHot Radio, as well as our website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, if you want to suggest stories for the show, of course, you can share them on our Facebook page. We are also on other social medias as well, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we want some feedback, too. Let us know how we're doing, how we suck, how great we are, whatever. Or even just uh, if, you, if you guys went, uh, especially if you guys went cord cutting. If you guys did that on your own, oh, yeah. let us know like what worked for you, what you felt you need. You know, did it work? Did it not? You know, or maybe we missed yeah, something. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to that. Any discussion topic we have, add to it. Yeah, it doesn't just us two schmucks talking about it. Like you know, let's bring everybody else in. Yeah, you can let us. You can <laughs> let us know those comments on any of those social. Well, I mean, on Instagram would be kind of weird, but if you want, um, you can let <laughs> you us know show any us your setup. <laughs> Right. Or, of course, thelazygeeks.com. You can definitely let us know on there um, or links to everything else. And, of course, old school, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. Just send us an email and let us know how you feel. All right. And you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek. You can check out my other podcast, the Extended Play Movie Podcast, which we're into our third episode, and we will be discussing Casino this week. And you can also check out my blog over there at 
themiddleagegeek.com. And you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at sapientlg. <laughs> All right, and be sure to tune in on Friday for our Way Team podcast with the Royale with cheese. Uh, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.